God bless you, beloved. It is such an honor to be with you on today to share this wonderful word. And that word is the incredible power of your words. Yes, your words have created power. And it's so important to understand this because it helps you to see yourself through the eyes of God. It also enables you to realize that he has already placed greatness in you so that you can do what you thought you never could. So learn to get into the word, find the promises of God and speak them over your life, live them. Don't just speak, but you gotta also know you have to be obedient and live the word, the living word of God. Let it become alive in you. Now, the family is the most incredible creation the Lord has made. Its foundation needs to show the evidence of love, trust, respect, financial security, and spiritual stability based upon a covenant relationship with the Lord. No family is the same. The responsibility of being committed to creating a home that transcends the genuine love of God rests on the parents. Your relationship with your household speaks to your character. The way you speak and regard each other is crucial. To create such an atmosphere, here are some fundamental truths to consider. Parents must learn to restrain their tongues and consider the words spoken to their families. Your words have created power. Every time you speak, you determine whether it's a home where there would be, be those who build up or destroy to complain or give compliments. You can use your words to edify or bring shame. You can apply words to intimidate or make one feel secure and important. What kind of home will your words create? That's a good question, isn't it? Parents, the words you speak affect your family. It's difficult for your child to go beyond the expressions they hear you say. Your words will define them and decide their future. Any child raised in an atmosphere where they receive love, encouragement, kindness, loving but proper discipline, and hear positive words spoken are more likely to reciprocate these qualities. They are most likely to have positive and a healthy self-esteem and inclination to do well. Those children growing up in a home experiencing outbursts of anger, being judged and criticized, hearing negative words, they will mimic such behavior. They are most likely to be bitter, angry, develop low self-worth, become insecure, and feeling emotionally disconnected. Now, this doesn't mean that either child will become dysfunctional. 
But the environment of the home affects the children. But God's love can change any heart. So parents, please be careful. We have to be careful. The words that we say and the actions, it does impact our children. So set a positive role model for children to follow. The words parents says how you love your family. This is what it indicates. It's pertinent you lead by example. It is not the duty of the children to set the trend for the home. Parents must no longer apply the phrase, do as I say, not as I do, as an excuse for their child's actions. See, your sons and daughters, they imitate every attitude and the expressions you speak because they do what they see you do, not what you tell them not to do. They're watching you. So here are six valuable principles you can apply to produce positive speaking words from your children. It can form a loving, healthy, and humongous home for everyone. Number one, always speak the truth. We don't desire our children to lie, so we must tell the truth and not be deceitful. Speak gentle words without an attitude. If you want to enjoy life and see many days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. 1 Peter 3 and 10. And never declare, I was right and you was wrong. See, I told you. Number two, do not conform to society's culture. Ah, choose not to use profanity, Obscene words are offensive language because everything is not socially acceptable. But now you yourselves are to put up all lead, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, and filthy language out of your mouth. Colossians 3 and 8. Your triggers need to hear wholesome words from your mouth. It should be words which add value to their life. Number three, show evidence of love and affection for each child's uniqueness. Avoid using words to compare siblings, which makes anyone feel unimportant. Refrain from harmful and reckless expressions that incite jealousy, anger, and resentment, and strife among the children. When problems arise among the youngsters, it's the parents' responsibility to help them resolve conflict and to forgive. Avoid these statements at all costs. Why can't you be more like your brother or sister? You're just like your no-good father. You make me sick. I wish you were never born. Oh my Lord. God, if you've been saying this, parents, parents, listen up. Oh, please stop wounding their hearts. Speak into their life to let them know that they love, that you love them and they are important because you define your child by such cruel and repulsive comments. It leaves them feeling worthless, unloved, and if they are unwanted and invisible. 
Number four, show self-control. Loving parents illustrates they know how to control themselves and manage their household well. It is evidence of their love and respect for their family. When discord arises and there will be disagreements, apply soothing words that minister grace and peace. You don't use the public forum to embarrass and humiliate your spouse or children. The streets are not the place to yell and scream at anyone. Let's see what Proverbs 15 and 1, verse 4 and 16 have to say. Gracious words heal and dispose of tension. So learn to agree to disagree. It's not about who has the last word. Parents show by example the ability to apply wisdom to defuse tension and bring peace amid confusion. Practice the following declarations. I apologize. I love you. I value you. You are important to me. I was wrong. Please forgive me. Number five, be empathetic and compassionate. You share in someone's pain and offer to help them and not embarrass somebody. Be tenderhearted and compassionate. Your words should show you care about humanity. Instruct your child to refrain from gossip and insulting others. Teach the children to limit peace with the neighbors and not meddle in the affairs of others. Because if they see, they, they hear you gossip, what do you think they're going to do? What do you think you're teaching them? Also, you're supposed to live a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands as we command you. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11, 1 Timothy 5 and 13. Number 6. Another key point, please stop trying to keep up with the Jones. The children learn from you how to live within their financial means while being grateful for their blessings and family. Trying to imitate the lavish lifestyles of those you believe have more than you may lead to grave repercussions. Yes, it's terrific to want the best for your household. Carry it out by staying within your monetary budget. When you go into debt to compete with anybody to appear to be something you aren't, you're placing you and your family in financial ruin. Never measure your family's worth by the status this society considers successful. Encourage your children to appreciate what they have. Teach them to treasure it because they have parents who love them enough to work and make sure they look out for their well-being. Explain that wealth doesn't buy happiness. Ha, huh? no it does not. It may offer a means to a lifestyle of abundance and access to the social elite, but it's not what defines who they are. It doesn't define who your family is. It's better to use what you have to be a blessing to others. So parents, your words reveal the condition of your heart. Mom and dad, choose what you say with care. Learn what, when to be quiet and never use remarks to get even and hurt others. 
Whatever is within your heart will flow from your mouth. Luke 45, Luke 16, 45 tells us that a good person produces good things from the treasure of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil from the treasury of an evil heart. The verse you speak in your beliefs will decide the practices of your family. These habits, behaviors, and means of communication formed into a lifestyle of customs passed down from generation to generation. Words become embedded into the souls of your children, following them throughout their lifetime. Every time, everything you utter, decide the relationship they will build at school, church, in the community, and society. It's imperative that you learn how to tame your tongue. Proverbs 18 and 21. Parents, your children should be the most in, the most significant people to you. The conversations you have should be acceptable and pleasing to the Lord and those who hear them. It is of urgency that you use words of wisdom, encouragement, expression, which brings comfort, peace, healing, edifies, and gives value to their life. Proverbs 15 and 2. Apply gracious words which give you proof you are a gentle soul. Dear one, answer a person in a way which shows evidence you are courteous, sensitive to the feelings of others, and someone who loves, appreciates, respects, and honors your family. Speak life to your family. I hope I have inspired each of you listens to this as I want to enrich the lives of families. God loves you and your family. I want you to listen to this final scripture. Set a God, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the doors of my lips to keep me from speaking thoughtlessly. Proverbs, I mean, Psalms 141 and 3. This is God's word, my voice, reminding you that God loves you and you mean the world to him. Also, you can purchase my book, Family Striving in a Broken World, on Amazon and Barnes Noble because it has this topic and many other topics that really help families to strive. God bless you. Let's read the blessings from Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.